0: Song, now we're gonna do the same for you. what's up guys it's donna here and holly and same you're same listening you. to teaser
1: talk
2: you hit the on switch Turn on, gonna do the same
1: happy teaser talk tuesday everyone are you guys ready to feel a little bit sad today we're going to be making america emo again Or for those like us, you guys have always always been emoed on the DL, and you still have those songs in your playlist. Anyways, for those kids who you guys went out and ditched us, um, let's go ahead and bring back that black nail polish, that eyeliner, and let us remind you where you came from.
2: So I feel like 2020 in general is just like a very emo year. It's super fitting for emo to come back now. I don't want to get too political, but we all know that there's a lot going on. This year is pretty much just like a bad game of Jumanji at this point.
1: It really is. Like someone messed with a Ouija board or something happened to where, I don't know, 2020 just isn't our year. And it's, it's interesting to see like how like nostalgia everyone's kind of getting. It's like all these throwbacks and tie-dyes making a comeback and vinyl records are back to being a thing. So we just thought this would be perfect. So before we get into our list, though, Donna, I'd like to ask you, what are some great ingredients of an emo song?
2: So, you've got to have super dramatic lyrics for sure. (laughs) You know, um, you've got to have all that, you know, whining. It's just not an emo song if somebody's not whining, screaming in the background, of course. Um, You know, all of the members, or at least most of them, have to have that shaggy black hair down in their eyes. I mean, you know, maybe it's a little greasy, but they're, they're emotional. They, they don't have time to wash it all the time. <laughs> and it has to be completely relatable, yet unrelatable to the 15 year olds who are going to be memorizing every lyric and screaming it in the back. Like they somehow know well, what these um, people are feeling.
0: Yeah, like all the broken hearts when you're 15 years old. That's so funny. I remember being like listening to some of these songs that we're about to talk about. I remember just feeling
1: it like in my feels. And I'm looking back, I'm like, I was such a dumbass.
2: <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Back then we had the skinny jeans, the tight t-shirts, short sleeve, usually with emo band names, of course studded belts. We had the Chuck Taylors, the Vans, black wristbands. I mean, pretty much my uh, adult attire minus the wristbands, but you know, still trying yes. of live that emo life a little bit.
1: 100%. And you know, what's funny too is like, we were also huge into safety pins. You remember safety pins and duct tape? I remember, also. That. I remember that.
0: We went on a search for a giant pink
2: safety pins. <laughs>
0: I remember you got your big giant safety pin. That's so funny. So let's take a trip down
1: memory lane and talk about our personal favorites here. And hopefully you guys had great taste in music too. So they're also your favorite ones as well. So we'll
2: just start out with some that a lot of uh, the listeners may not know because this is a shout out to the local West Virginia scene. So uh, we've just got to start with scenes from a movie, because that was a really big influence for us when we were growing up. Uh, Like I said, they're local to West Virginia, and we would go and see them. Uh, You know, we went to school with one or more of the band members. So of course, you know, we felt like we could relate to them, even though, you know, we didn't really speak. We weren't friends. (laughs) We like to think we were, (laughs) you know. (laughs) we've had them on the show we're friends now but you know back then we were really nothing more than groupies but you know (laughs) they had that local emo um influence so I think you know these these next couple of bands we're talking about probably are what got us into the emo scene
1: 100% yeah I remember like we had the hallway so there was the hallway but they had that like some of those people you're referring to i think then they hang up in like the top part of the hallway which is like yeah they the were like part- the
2: hallway and we were probably like the sub hallway yeah we were we like the, we were the main hallway <laughs> but you know
1: we were uh we were definitely the place that people avoided though that was for sure yeah
2: yeah <laughs> <It was> definitely <laughs>
1: so another local coming in at number nine is gonna be time and distance so time and distance was every local emo kit everyone had this as a CD like a staple of their CD collection we had the pleasure of getting these guys um, to see them locally and we actually you know still do or you know last couple of times I've been up there in West Virginia obviously not right now but um, had the <laughs> pleasure of catching them live music and it's just super cool to kind of have that authentic. Talent there in, you know, Nitro, St. Albans area. Greg has an amazing voice, super talented when it comes to music all the way around. And, of course, I've got to say, still say that Lost in Me is my all-time favorite by them. And that was pretty much the local emo kid anthem, I would say, back in the day.
2: Yeah, there's just something about the local music that just really puts you in touch with that emo vibe. Mm-hmm.
1: If you guys listening wherever an emo kid definitely make sure to check out time and distance and scenes from a movie you guys will not be disappointed.
2: Absolutely not. they are a good. So at number eight we have got paramour. So like the criteria outlined, we as angsty teens needed something relatable, you know some way to relate to the emo drama. So of course it was necessary to have a female in the scene. And Haley Williams had us all convinced that we would someday channel our emotions into some badass lyrics. Instead, we're all just depressed adults, but, you know, she gave us hope, right?
0: <laughs> Thank you, um, my adult depression. Thank you for that hope that I uh, covered at it, it for all these years. No, Thank I agree, you for fooling me, Haley Williams. She, I remember like there's very, very few
1: female emo um, lead singers, like true emos. And yeah, she's definitely a rock star for sure. So number seven, you guys, is Finch. And first off, I have a question of whatever happened to these guys? Like I love their album, What It Is to Burn. Uh, Stay with me it was one of my favorites of the album. I remember just being like 13 or 14, and just dreaming about having a romance like that one day, which was, like I said, I was a dumbass. But it's so funny to <laughs> think about how we daydream over this music. But I I don't really remember them past that album. But they have to put it in here because like they're super emotional. At least my personal favorite because you know like I just remember being all
0: like. Wah. My life sucks <laughs> listening to them.
2: <laughs> they just knew we couldn't handle anymore. We were so in our emotions it was time for them to go. That's exactly it. So number six, we have Fallout Boy in their sugar, we're going down. And I just have to know, please, someone help me out. I cannot be the only person that had to Google these lyrics. I always thought they were saying down, down in a linear round, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, linear <laughs> <Yeah>. round. <laughs> See, I mean, it sounds right. So, I mean, now you know, going to the next lyric, "Sugar," we're going down swinging. I guess it makes sense. They're saying down, down in an earlier round. It's like a boxing match, but I mean, I I never put that correlation together. I mean, an emo song. We're talking about boxing.
1: I don't know, but it was you know. so random though, too. Yeah. And I had to look them up too. Cause it's like, dun, 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 dun. and then there's another one. He was like talking about like, um, like being in the closet or something like watching from your closet. I have to look up those lyrics again. Obviously they didn't stick with me because I'm still <laughs> not sure what they're still saying. Yeah. I mean, like, we sing it. We don't know what we're singing. Um, so that's whiny. Just- yeah. Yeah. that whiny. Yep. Like, dun, 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 dun. yep.
2: 100%. Prime example, just so whiny. We don't know what you're saying, but it's cool. We're, we're with it. <laughs> we
1: dig it. <laughs> Number five, and this one you guys obviously can totally relate to it being a, in the emo scene. Panic at the disco. Oh, I remember, yes. like those were the days back then when we'd watch like um, MTV, like actual music videos. That we didn't really look them up on YouTube. I don't think there was even YouTube back then, but it was. <laughs> you know premiere and I remember watching I Write Sins Not Tragedies that was one of my favorite videos because I'm just a sucker for like theatrical performance but then also I always want to kind of be in a circus so it was like a no-brainer why I loved it
2: yeah it was pretty awesome I I think every every video I've ever seen by them is just as emo as their songs and it's great just very theatrical number four brand new and can we please get back to the days where song titles were as long as a paragraph i mean you know you look and you think you're just reading the lyrics but then most of the time the title isn't even in the lyrics anywhere it doesn't make any sense i mean so brand new for example we have okay i believe you but my tommy gun don't (laughs) and i mean i don't think he says that anywhere in the song (laughs) i don't think he does but you know the real sweet spot in all our emo lives was seventy times seven. I don't. I don't think there's a more emo song.
1: Mm, I'm gonna challenge you on that one with our next one. But huh? I will say on brand new though. Like I don't know. Maybe I was just not very smart. But I remember like you know thinking like wait, like really reading into like these song titles and lyrics. I was like they're like lyrical geniuses. I don't even understand what the <laughs> hell they're talking
2: about. <laughs> Yeah, we think that because we don't understand it, it must be genius, <laughs> but really, there there may be a reason we don't understand them, Holly, You're and it may genius. not be genius.
1: <laughs> <gasps> so I'm going to challenge your statement with 70 times 7, because number three, you guys, we've got Taking Back Sunday, and Taking Back Sunday is like one of the top bands I always think about, emo. So here is the line I want to challenge you with. The truth is, if you could slip my throat and with my one last gasping breath, I'd apologize for bleeding on your shirt.
2: You win. That's the most emo lyric.
0: Like, you're like, I'm so sorry, I bled on your you shirt. You my throat, but I am so sorry that I am bleeding on your shirt right now. I don't even deserve this blood. But I'm sorry, it's spilling on your shirt. (laughs) Yeah, taking back Sunday. That's like that right there. Someone say, "What's emo?" You just
1: play that song. This is an emo song. Classic example.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So number two, we have My Chemical Romance, and they are proof that emo is coming back. So these guys, I still hear them on multiple radio stations. Um, you know, from kind of newer stuff they have as well as the OG emo classics, like Welcome to the Black Parade, which I feel like that is definitely like a staple. Everybody knows Welcome it's to the that Black Parade. No. Ding! You know, the very yeah. beginning. Yes. That's all you need to hear. That ding, you know. You know,
0: you know what's know. about to go You know the tear, Black <laughs> A tear slides down your cheek. Every and time that new plays, an emo kid <laughs> bleeds on somebody's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, my gosh. They are. And, you know, they had like their sold out so- show this year, which obviously don't think that's going to happen, but they were like making a comeback. And just 2020 is a SOB. Okay, so let's get to number one. And I'm not even going to say the band's name. I'm actually just going to start singing the lyrics, and I know everyone listening, if you guys are a true emo kid, you guys would remember this. Ready? Yes. Small, simple, small, simple, safe <laughs> price.
2: Rise the <laughs> way
1: all of all my
0: regrets. regrets. This, this is, is not, not a small, small cut that scabs and dries and flights <plates laughs> and heals. And, I'm, and not I'm not afraid, so afraid to die. I'm, I'm not, not afraid, afraid to bleed and, and fuck and, and fight. <laughs> I want, I want the pain, pain of payment. Okay. What's left but a section of pygmy sized cuts, much, <laughs> much like the slew of a thousand house. unwanted fucks. Can you <laughs> be my little house? cut? Would you, Would you be my you thousand fucks? <laughs> and make like Mark, Mark leaving space for the this. guilt to become liquid. There you go, yeah. Feel, feel and spill. Over and under my thoughts. My sad, sorry, selfish cry out to the <laughs> Why is this so hard? <laughs> I when I mean, you, you just, like it. really they start thinking about it though, like you start like <laughs> wait a minute, does that make sense? Like what is a thousand unwanted fucks be like? What is that? What's a slew of them? <laughs> What's a slew of them? are <laughs> so, so. I remember
2: smart. when we got to go to the used concert, and we're all just standing there, and the music starts, and we hear it come in, and. I just remember looking at each other and saying, this is what we've trained our whole life for. And a woman behind us just looked at me with big eyes and was like, it is, it (laughs) is.
0: We can finally afford tickets to go to the (laughs) concerts. We're not 15-year-olds anymore. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, you guys
1: cannot be surprised that The Used is our number one favorite band. I mean, I'm surprised we got through our teenage years without getting a restraining order of some sort.
2: Oh, my gosh. We did see them. We saw them at the Warp for. Yes, we did. A you we remember? McRacken, and we did yes. not talk to him. We wanted to, but we didn't. And we it's interesting to. because I don't feel like we've ever had any reservations about going up and talking ever. to Anyone. any one we've ever met it's always like very open conversation we don't care to jump in and hey how are you like hey teaser talk want to interview no we saw Burt McCracken and we um we're 15 year old little girls again we just like held on to each other's arms like oh my
1: god there he is he was like, I'm pretty sure he was stealing that, that, um, cooler. Cause remember it was like a million <laughs> degrees. So he was like as happy as he can be. And we're just sweating. Like it was, I was so hot, but I'm just like, Oh my God, there he goes. So, yeah. Um, but their album that they had just dropped this year is really dope. It's cool to see these guys back in and making hits. And they even had some people on like, um, I know blink 182 guy, Mark was on there, one of their songs. And it's just – it's cool because some of it has, like, a good – like, their old sound. But then some of it's kind of, like, you know, I guess their new sound that they're trying to progress to. So
2: Yeah, it is really cool. And they're another one we talk about, like, how we always wanted emo music to be relatable in some way. And they are really big on, like, fan involvement. Mm-hmm. This whole new album is just fan art. Um. As well and the- as their album cover and things like that all the different tarot cards are just all fan drawn and I just think that's really cool like it really like immerses you in the music and makes you a part of it.
1: Yeah, and did you see their Lighthouse music video? I know you probably haven't because you've been, you know, crazy busy, but their Lighthouse music video is like from like nurses and on the ER and like doctors and stuff. It's super cool. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's I'm really gonna really cool. Look it up. You, you look awesome. that shit up, girl. Google that shit. Oh, girl. I'm going to have to Google lyrics. I'm be Googling that shit. Okay, so, you guys, we have to tell you about the most bizarre, not the most, but one of the most bizarre situations that we had encountered at the used concert. You remember that uh, couple.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. You like could have written an emo seriously. song about
1: them. It seriously was like we were in, like in high school again watching it. It was the craziest stuff. So. Well, was that like two years ago, a year, two years ago? I don't know, but it ago, was maybe. not that long ago. And we were, um, you know, waiting. We were waiting, right? It was in between shows or whatever. We're our way up to the front. Well, there's this girl and she's sitting on the, the ground and she's saying that she's like has a medical condition or something, which of course, you know, why would somebody lie about that? But okay. And that's why she's sitting down. Well, then these, you know, everybody starts making friends and she's there with her boyfriend. And then we start to notice this other girl, it like, becomes like they're part of their little, like, group that obviously didn't know them before. So I can't remember how it all transpired, Donna. Do you remember, like, I just remember us, like, kept looking at each other, like, oh, no. So the
2: boyfriend and the girlfriend were kind of standing at the front. And he had his arm around her. Yeah. The other girl, the like stranger girl, kept trying to like squeeze her way in between them, like not even nonchalantly, just very actively trying to push the girlfriend out of the way. And the girlfriend was like resistant at first, Mm -hmm. but then it was like she couldn't do anything about it. That woman was just swooping in. So at some point, you'd see the guy with his arm around his girlfriend. But then also his other hand on this strange woman's ass, like, caressing it. (laughs) And, like, the girlfriend would kind of catch a peep at what was going on and, like, back away from him and be mad. And then, I don't know, maybe... Maybe just the energy from the use, just all that emotion just made her be like, you know, whatever. So
1: she- Yeah, because at the end of the <laughs> night, like, I think it might have also been the beers, too, because by the end of the night, I'm pretty sure they all <laughs> left together. It was the strangest, <laughs> like, at one point, the girlfriend had told her off. I remember thinking, like, oh, we're about to see a fight, but then nothing came of it. And, then the and next by thing the end of the-, the night, they were all cuddling. Yeah, the boyfriend then was, like, holding the girl's hand while he's also holding the other girl's hand behind her. It was the weirdest stuff I've ever seen. My life. I'm going to write a song about it.
2: This is <laughs> going to be my emo debut. I'm going to write a song about it, and I'll be the next Haley Williams, and all my adult depression will have <laughs> not been for nothing. <laughs> Thank you, strange couple at the used concert. <laughs> so weird. So, guys, just to wrap it up, 2020 has been rough. And I mean, not going to lie, it's not really showing signs of looking up anytime soon. So, while we just bask in the sorrow of real life, let's go ahead and just reimmerse ourselves into that emo lifestyle. We hope you enjoyed this little stroll through memory lane. And just a fun fact, you can't spell memory without emo. So if you guys will excuse me, I've got to go add some uh, black wristbands and bracelets to my Amazon cart. But until next time, keep rocking.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Teaser Talk.
2: We look forward to seeing you next Teaser Talk Tuesday. Be
1: sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at, at Teasertalk. This way we can keep up with you guys until the next
0: episode.